Hey y'all, present day Nicole here, just dropping in to share some exciting news. The podcast is finally, finally, finally on Apple Podcasts and iHeartRadio. Yay! Just wanted to share. And um, yeah, I know y'all been waiting on it, especially my Apple Podcast users, and I'm happy to deliver. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hello, my loves. (laughs) It's so nice to connect with you all. It's so nice to be here. It's so nice to just be and just be human. I've been going through a week, child, and it's only Thursday. But it's been sweet. It's been painfully sweet. And sweetly painful in a way that um, I know we've probably all been through this where you're willingly going through pain because you know on the next like after this like it's butter and cream <laughs> you know it's lollipops and gumdrops <laughs> And so that's why, you know, I'm, it's painfully sweet. And that's why, you know, I'm just happy to sit and marinate in my feelings. But that's why my voice sounds, you know, more so down than usual. But I promise I'm okay. And I'm really happy to be here and get into this episode because all my creatives know all my people that work out know alchemizing your pain into something whether it just be into a workout into energy for a workout alchemizing it into drive feels so 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 good So, let's get into it. Hey, y'all. I got into how I am. How are y'all? Let's do it like Dora. You know, literally pause it and let me know how y'all are. I really want to know, honestly. And I'll get it telepathically because we're all connected, you know, in this healing community. It's a community. Even if this is your first time listening to me, literally, I want to know how you're doing, even if it's not good. So connect with that and pause it and let me know. And now that you've unpoised it, thank you so much for letting me know. I hope you're well. (laughs) Um, I hope you're doing good. And I hope that when this finds you, that you just know that you're loved, that you're okay and if you don't feel okay right now that it's gonna be okay so um who am i i am nicole hills a girl in her feelings honey (laughs) but after all of that i am um a spiritualist a spiritual healer um a divine healer um content creator and I really focus in on inner child healing um 
but I love talking about healing in general. And that's why I'm I'm so excited to get into this episode because it talks about the inner child. And I say this, you know, every episode, but it needs to be said, your childhood, it's so fat, juicy, and rich with everything that is you, you know? And when we come to heal our childhood, we come to heal ourselves now. And not only that, on the journey, we come to know ourselves, which is oh so valuable in this life, in this period in time, especially because this world lacks a lot of empathy for our sensitive selves. So as we grow as a child, you know, we grow into these hardened individuals. And so as you heal your inner child and heal yourself, you come to find more self-compassion. And as you find more self-compassion, you're able to hand it over effortlessly, un, um, unfrightened. <laughs> I was trying to find a word for so long, unscarily, undangerously, unfrightened. <laughs> you basically, as you have more compassion for yourself, you're not scared as much of being taken advantage of as you were, you know, when you're a child, because that's a trauma response. That's why a lot of people are like mean, being mean is their first response or that's their first demeanor. They have a hard exterior because they don't want to be taken advantage of again as a child and have their kindness taken for weakness and taken advantage of. So yeah, they're not as quick to show compassion and they're pretty scared to show compassion first and so as we heal we come to get rid of all of that and have compassion be our first language and our first response and we spread more love that way in the world so yeah that was just my little tidbit about why I focus in on inner child healing because it's so important to not only to the self, but to the rest of the world as well. And it just, it makes life so much easier in general and individually. So who am I? Well, yeah, that's who I am. Ways to support your girl. Cash up dollar sign N-I-C-C-C-1. Leave a little treat for me as a thank you for, um, you know, the energy that I put into this content for this healing content. Healing is hard, y'all. It's hard. It's painful. It's it gets nasty and it gets gushy and disgusting. And I I go through it. And I bring it to other people so that I can help them go through it. And that you know, deserve some compensation, don't you think? So <laughs> thank you in advance. <laughs> um, other ways to support me, there's also listener support if you're listening to this on Anchor or on Spotify, I think, because um, um, Anchor has Spotify or they're connected in some way. So on either website or app, I believe there's a button for listener support, which you can click 
and you know support me as a listener you can also go and find my patreon where you can support me in general every month for four dollars and 44 cents um support me in general as a creator um and get some additional treats um i have journal prompts on there i have my writings on there and um yeah you can just get your healing life (laughs) other ways um non-monetary ways if you don't have it right now you know you know that's life under capitalism (laughs) you can go and check out my social media my instagram is very popping very pleasing to the eye and um Yeah, I also post healing content on there that's, you know, separate from my other content on each platform, you know, on Instagram, on Twitter and on TikTok, you'll always get something different, you know, and so that's why I promote each and every one so that, you know, if you don't, if you're not an Instagram girl, you can, and you're more of a Twitter girl, you can follow me on there and get your healing life from there. If you're a TikTok overall, get your healing life from there and, um, check, just check out, you know, all platforms so that you can get your healing life and see what resonates for you, you know? So give me a like on there a comment on there, a share on there, shout me out on there. If anything I post resonates with you and send me a message. Let me know. Gotta turn my phone off. Forgot. But yeah, let me know something resonates with you. I love those messages. They really, as creators, they really do keep us going. So I hope that you're comfortable I hope you grabbed your whites. I hope you grabbed, you're in your PJs, you're in your bonnet, in your um, scarf, your hair is up, got a face mask on, you chilling, you got your wine, got your tea, cucumber water, lemon water, what have you. Because now we're going to get into the healing. So... This episode is titled, as you already know, You Are Your Inner Child's Wildest Dreams. And I want you to say that out loud to yourself, whether it be now or just more, you know, realize that more and more that you, the you right now that's sitting down in in your in yourself sitting down in your existence simply existing the you that is simply existing right now that is just chilling that is not doing anything that is how you are right now you are your inner child's wildest dreams In the life that you have right now, with the job that you have right now, with the friends that you have right now, in the situation that you are in right now, you are still your inner child's wildest dreams. Yes. Not this idealized version of yourself, not this grand image of yourself that 
you concoct day to day, you know, not this romanticized version of yourself, even though it's fun to romanticize your life. But it's not that you that is worthy. It's not only that version of you, that image of you that is worthy. You know, not the you that you wish yourself to be so bad. Not the you with the body that you fix your eyes to see in the morning after a shower. That is different, that may be different from the current body that you have, you know? Not that version of you, not the magazine printed version that you have in your mind that you wish yourself to be. And if you just get there, then you'll finally be happy and satisfied and live the life that you want. Not that person. The you that you are right now. They are completely, completely satisfied with you with the version of you that is you right now at this very moment and they are just happy to be here i promise you they're not they're not this version of you within yourself that is looking for every imperfection looking for something to be dissatisfied about looking for something to humble you about so that you don't think too highly of yourself so that somebody can't knock you down again. Mm -mm. They, I promise, are simply just happy to be here. They're not asking you to do anything. They're not willing you to do anything outside of yourself. They're not willing you to go and be productive right now. They're not willing you to go have good hair right now. They're not willing you to have good skin right now. Those are things that are outside of you. You know, it's it, it has to do with your shell. It has to do with something outside of you, but it doesn't have anything to do with you at your core. They've always been satisfied with you at your core. They've always been happy to see you grow. They've always been excited to see what happens next each and every day with you. They are simply just happy to be in your presence because it's you and you are them and y'all are best friends. (laughs) That made me think of... The cute-ass TikTok trend. Um, I forgot how it starts. But it's some, some, some. Twirls, twirls, twirls. Dun, dun, dun. Girls, girls, girls. Together forever. <laughs> We're Linda and Heather. Best friends. That's you and your inner child right now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that was mad cute. But, yeah. And... 
I swear, I was just transported to the energy of my inner child. And if you laugh with me, you also were. If you knew the trend I was talking about, you also were. And that, what you just felt, what you just perceived in yourself or in me as I did that, (laughs) that is your inner child. Think back to the you that was just excited for the rest of the day or to see what the day had ahead. Think about the you that was so excited that sat in front of the TV and watched cartoons and all the nice, exciting colors going around on the screen, you know, that was so happy to just be in that moment, simply watching cartoons. That's the you right now that's so happy to just be with you in the moment, nourishing your skin, having your hair up, being relaxed, listening to something that you enjoy, doing something that you enjoy, drinking the thing that you enjoy, in the clothes that you enjoy. They are happy in this state. They are happy to be with you here. They are happy to just be in this moment right now with you. I promise. I promise I'm not lying. <laughs> they are just happy. They they like being around you and hanging around the people that make you feel good. They're happy to be here. They're happy to be doing the things that make you feel soothed. They are completely happy and satisfied with you. And if you can't think of yourself back then when you were a child, you listen, this is a welcoming safe space because there was a point in time where I, before all of my healing, I could not think of a time in my life where I was satisfied. And so if you're in that boat right now and you can't think of it, you have in trouble, that is okay. You know, you're not like outside of the pack. You're not being left behind. I'll help you understand. Just think of a child in general and how children in general are so satisfied with the simplest things. You know, they will carry a stick around every day and literally play with it for the whole rest of the day. Finding different things to do with it. And being enamored by all the different things and ways you can play with the stick. (laughs) Think of that. Natural child joy, natural childlike joy. Think of a baby, a parent just doing a weird sound, making a weird face to them and them just absolutely losing it. (laughs) That is what it's like. You know, that's what You are like right now inside. That's what your inner child is like right now. And I know we come to, number one, we come to be dissatisfied and disappointed within ourselves in general growing up, you know? 
And we think that that version of us that stays with us, you know, that becomes etched in our mind is our inner child. And we think that we're disappointing them with every choice at every turn because we're not who we thought we would be. We're not at the stage we thought we would be at right now. You know? And we think it's our inner child that's all disappointed and dissatisfied and be and feeling weighed down. You know? And not living this grandiose life. And being this big grandiose name and image and figure that you thought would be, you would be. But it's not them. It's not you. It's not you that wants all of these different things from yourself and wants you to be different from yourself and the person, the you that you are right now. You think it's you, but you're mistaken. Yes. And I don't care what that voice in your head that thinks it runs things and thinks it's running the show is telling you right now about how this bitch don't know what she's talking about and how, you know, she just a spiritual girl. And, you know, them spiritual people be going off the deep end, you know, with them some conspiracy theories and not really being in reality and stuff. So don't even listen to her. She's just another crazy spiritual person. I am unhappy. I am dissatisfied with myself. And I do feel we do feel these things every day and we know that they're real. Don't listen to her. <laughs> yes, these feelings are real. They're right. They're not a mirage. You really do feel them, but they are not authentic. They are not authentically you. They're not authentic to you. They don't naturally come from you. They are not of you. They are not of your core. They're not what's they're not of what's real inside of you. The real you. The you that is just relaxed, toned down and just being right now. They're not of that you. They're not organic also to your inner child. Because who just what child just thinks like that is just dissatisfied all the time in general that's the trauma baby (laughs) think of yourself as a child when you were carefree you know we're so happy and joyful like i said before to just exist we are enamored by the simplest things you think The person that is enamored by the simplest things wouldn't be with you right now, enamored to just walk across the street with you? You know? Wouldn't be enamored by having a face mask on right now. You know, wouldn't find the joy and the fun in that. You think the person that could be preoccupied all day with a random stick You think they would have all of these intricate, heavy, disappointed feelings about you? About anyone? About themselves? Naturally? For real? 
Like, I gotta call it out. Like, it's it's cap. I gotta call. Listen, we're real over here. You know, and in the in the healing corner with Nicole Hills, <laughs> we are authentic over here. You know, we shine a light on everything. And we show you what is really real. And under the light, you being dissatisfied with yourself is not real. It's fake. It's cubic zirconia. Like, stop playing. Stop playing. We are just joyful to exist. We laugh for no reason when we're children. And we laugh so authentically for that no reason. Like the laugh just comes from the pure feeling of joy and satisfaction. That's who we are at our core. That's how we're born. That's who we are as we're born. And it's other things that comes and influences us and shields us from that view from that feeling, from that space of being. It's other things that shakes our reality, that shakes up our world and turns it into something that we don't feel comfortable existing in anymore. That's why I wasn't even supposed to get into this until later, but it just came out of me. I'm so sorry to me (laughs) that scripted this. But we're not living as ourselves anymore. We're not living in our own reality anymore. We're not marinating in our own juices anymore. We're marinating in someone else's juice. And someone else's sense of reality. And someone else's sense of satisfaction. And that's why so many of us grow up and currently just cannot seem to find a sense of satisfaction with themselves and in their life because we're holding on to someone else's and that someone else got it from someone else most likely and that someone else got it from someone else and all of these someone else's they got it from society and what it meant to be satisfied And that's, come on. Like, do you know how the government influences society to let them know you should be satisfied by this so that they could just make money? Gender roles, women should be satisfied being this, men should be satisfied being that. And if you're not, then you're shamed, then you're peculiar. Then you're queer in the sense um, of, you know, like the actual definition of being weird. Why they started calling actual queer, you know, gay people queer because that's what the word meant. Weird. Then you're ostracized to the outskirts of society. And you can't make no money and you can't survive. Being outside of this version that we want you to be so that we can make money off of you. 
so that you'll buy houses. Who, child? Listen, not only like, not, I was going to say not only am I a healer, but I am a historian. Not just, not that. I'm just a lover of information. And at, growing up, I've always sensed there was something weird with the way life was and this life that people wanted me to adopt was. But I could never put my finger on it until I learned about capitalism <laughs> and like the government and how it functions off of us, makes money off of us, you know? The whole, we think a nuclear family is number one, the right way, you know, the right way to be. And we tie it to religion and that it's the godly way, you know? And if we act outside of being a nuclear family, having a mom and dad and kids and having two specific genders you know, being a specific sexuality, being attracted to a specific gender that's opposite of our own. Having the picket fence, being straight laced, making casseroles. <laughs> you know, like this image of the nuclear family, it was so that people would buy houses. <laughs> Literally. And then they pack so much on to like what it means to be a nuclear family, the status it gives you, you know, women are in the house being submissive so that men could like come home and men could work all day and not be with their kids and produce <laughs> like that's a whole nother episode child. But if you want to get into it, if you was vibing with me right now. I don't even have a resource I could drop. Just Google it. Google like nuclear family and capitalism and you'll find some resources, child, and some interesting ones at that. But where was even I at? <laughs> this is why I stay on script, child. This is why I stay on script. But um, wherever I was, child, the government... <laughs> I'm looking at myself in a mirror and I look like one of those people, you know, those quacks in like movies and TV shows that are like the government, but like, yeah, capitalism and the government make us shape our reality so that we don't go trying to change it because it's profitable for them. You know, it, it's profitable in general. You can make money off of it. You know, you can make money off of making people think that all of these arbitrary things outside of them, all these things that don't matter outside of us matter so that we'll spend money to make it happen. We'll spend money to be it, to look like it, you know, but it's like, that's literally how a lot of well-known beliefs in us are shaped and in our parents and in our parents' parents and all these people that have raised us, including our teachers, you know, like it goes into like our whole inner world, the rest of our family. They all get these 
um, ideas from society. So it's like, we're not, to get way back to the point, living in our own reality. We're living, living in someone else's. Who was living in someone else's? Who was living in someone else's? And so on and so on. That's why it felt so weird. At least for me growing up. Because I'm just like, yo, all these things don't make sense, but you do them. And all these things matter to you. And you're trying to make them matter to me, but they don't matter. And I don't see the value in them. And I keep getting in trouble for not seeing why they're so important. You know, I hated that as a child. I hated how like the image, how an image, how everything outside of ourselves, everything outside of what matters, matters. And how the image matters more than what's inside. And that's how a lot of children get overlooked. Why a lot of behaviors go just punished and not really dissected. That's where the empathy leaves. And then the punishment and disconnection enters. Because you're not being my desired version of you. You know? And I know a lot of us felt this as children. And a lot of us take this on as children, period, to get back to the script. Come on. A round of applause for me real quick. Because I'll be going on these tangents, child. And listen, if you don't know me, I can talk. You know, I, I go on tangents. Me and my friends, we talk for hours strictly on tangents. <laughs> and so sometimes it's hard to, like, stay but I always come back, period. Shout out to your girl. But yeah, that's us <clears throat> existing in another reality and then holding ourselves to the standards of that reality. And that's why we are so dissatisfied with um, ourselves, holding ourselves to the standards of someone else's standards, <laughs> you know? We don't really realize as we grow up how much our reality is truly shaped by another person's ideals and how they push it onto us. They tell us, don't worry about what you're currently worried about. You know, like the things that actually matter. Don't worry about your emotions. Oh, they're yucky. <laughs> worry about what I tell you to worry about. Worry about the image of how you look. Fix your face. Not, oh, honey, what's wrong? Fix your face. That literally right there tells you all that you need to know. And we're made to live like this when we come in this world emotional, sensitive creatures that have to learn how to deal with our emotions. But we mainly just learn how to ignore them and avoid them. And that stunts our growth. That's why a lot of us are just eight-year-old children in 18-plus bodies. You know? Like, don't, don't. I already got into that. Let me not get into that. But that's why we're dissatisfied. 
you know, because we're not living authentically. We're living at the rule and the helm of someone else. And what they think is important. And it really ain't really what they think is important. It's what someone told them was important and they just took it on. And now we must do that. And that's seen as like the cycle of life, not this life. And I'm sure, listen, point to yourself right now and say, not this life, not this bitch, (laughs) not this girl, not this person. Nope, not me. It ends with me. (laughs) It ends with me. Say it's sinister just like that. It ends with me. Because I got a vengeance against this, honey. Against this. But yeah, anyways. (laughs) Make a long story short, we are not born depressed. We're not born dissatisfied. We're not born feeling inadequate and incompetent. You know? Some of us are born anxious, I have to admit, because of the whole thing of like, it's why doctors tell mothers um, and people who get pregnant, how like how to, to like take it easy, to not have too much stress because it does affect the baby. And if your baby, if you are stressed your whole pregnancy, your baby will be anxious, will come out anxious, you know? Your emotions definitely affect your child in that way. And if you get spiritual with it, who? That's a whole nother story. <laughs> but we aren't born this way. You know, we're not born depressed. We're not born feeling dissatisfied, feeling lack within. You know, we learn how to feel this way about ourselves through these other people who are dissatisfied with us. Because we're not living in, like, we're not, we're not, um, what do they call those? Not contestants. What? Members of society. You know, we're not, like, a, a adequate members of society. You know, even as children, that's why people ugh, treat children that way. Because you can't be too joyful. You can't make too much noise. You can't be too much. You can't be too this. You can't be too that. In society, we all got to be gray blobs walking around. And our parents put us on that game, unfortunately. They are the dealers. You know? We learn how to feel this way about ourselves. Through the people around us. And you want to know specifically how, like, the concrete proof that we're not born this way that we truly do learn because in psychology there's this stage that I don't know the name of right now I'm so sorry but <laughs> where we don't even register that we are separate from our mother you know from the person that birthed us birthed us <laughs> we see ourselves in a mirror and are genuinely perplexed that we are well that we are (laughs) you know that we are that we are a being a separate being so when we come out 
we ain't even really worried about us. You know, we're worried about these things around us. We're worried, like, we're like enamored by everything. You know, we still see ourselves as connected. You know, with uh, with with our mother, the person that birthed us, but with everyone, because it's our ego and our self identity that causes us to look at ourselves as separate and as an individual. But when we're babies, but that's not formed yet. You know, which makes sense because in the spiritual realm, you know, we're all connected. And it's something that we come to realize during our spiritual awakenings that everything is connected and all humans are connected. And so when we do harm to another person, we're doing further harm to ourselves because we're connected to that person, which hearing it right like that. it has some context behind it. That's another episode, but take some time to think about that. Yes. Even to people that we don't even like child, (laughs) we're connected. That's annoying. I don't like it either, but even the people that hurt us, we're connected. And if you aren't necessarily spiritual, you know, you just came for some healing. Take a second to think about that, how we're connected. But come to terms also, everyone, with the fact that low self-esteem is truly just not authentic to us. We come out, we form an ego, and if there was no shame in this world, best believe we would just be like, oh, I'm human, cool. And we would just exist without all these pressure to be something or something specific, something specific to other people. You know, and with that shame that comes with feeling inadequate in the eyes of another person, most likely your parents first, you know, came a dream that you conjured of this grandiose image of ourselves in our life. So to recap, not only is are those feelings of dissatisfaction, number one, from living in the reality of another person, of other people that does not feel authentic to you. And so you just, you don't, you don't know what to do. You know, you feel weird. You feel like you don't belong. And with that, feeling like you don't belong, you already know, comes feelings of inadequacy. Not only that, but we are living with other people's emotions and feelings within us. You know, we absorb all these other feelings from our parents, from our siblings, from our family, from other people around us. And as children, we absorb it, unfortunately. And we um, come to... They come to be beliefs within us. And we start to believe another whole person's feelings. You know? And we think that we feel that way about ourselves. We come to feel that way about ourselves. But it ain't real. It's really just smoke and mirrors. It's distractions. But it becomes real because it becomes a belief within us. 
because it was forced on us in some way, you know? So not only that and what I just mentioned, we come to have this grandiose dream of our life, of ourselves, an image of ourselves because when we're children, we don't like the reality that we're living in so much. We don't like the space that we're in so much. We don't like the emotional space that we're in so much that we try to change it and conjure up a whole different reality and conjure up a dream of things being so different from what we're experiencing right now. Because your world was so shaken by shame as it is when we are younger and we experience it for the first time. You know, think about that. The fact that there is a first time that we experience shame because your world was so shaken by this different reality coming in and being imposed upon you by other people, changing your peaceful, joyful state that is our home frequency that made you so dissatisfied with yourself because you were following the feelings and absorbing the feelings of someone else. People that helped to form your ego, your sense of self-identity, which further helped to form these innate subconscious beliefs about yourself and how life is supposed to be. And so when we gauge that we're not that, we conjure up this image grand image that is of the reality we don't even feel comfortable in. Like, think about that. We come to worry about these things that don't even matter and conjure up a dream based on them. I promise not everyone would care so much about fame and money and popularity If it wasn't so forced down our throats, not even through the media, but through so, well, yeah, through the media, but like the media has so many ways that it influences us, you know? And I promise we wouldn't care about it, not only if it wasn't shoved down our throats, but also if we didn't need something to escape from. If we didn't need to escape from our lives, our current lives, if we didn't need to chase a dream, if we were just satisfied with ourselves, we would not have this dream that directly juxtaposes conveniently, yep, directly juxtaposes, is directly different from the lack that we felt And that we still feel. I just feel like I just took y'all on a journey. I hope. (laughs) I hope y'all held my hand through it all. (laughs) But yeah. Our home. Like our whole home frequency changes to another. Our beliefs change. Our reality changes. And that's how we come to form a dream. This dream. this there was this time 
that we were so scared that we had to escape and dissociate and create this grand picture that we then chased because we couldn't deal with the fact that if this was that number one, that this was just life. We had to create something to run after so that we could take our focus off of how bad this life was at one point. You know, that was our sense of damage control and fixing things the best way we knew how with the tools that we had at the time. And at the time, being so young, we probably only had paint. Something to paint over our shitty life. And so that's where this grand dream comes from. And this grand idealized version of ourselves in our life come from. And unfortunately, it's that dream that ends up hurting us because it's just a pretty, um, it's just a pretty image. It's just a pretty outside and it fuels having a pretty image and outside. It distracted you at one point from what was going on in the moment, in the present and within your core to distract you from what was going on inside, from the shame, from the depression, from the dissatisfaction with yourself and the low self-esteem. And unfortunately, it's still distracting you right now. That's why you don't feel like your wildest dream right now. That's why you don't feel satisfied with yourself right now. That's why we, I should stop saying you because I don't want y'all to feel like I'm saying you, you know, because I go through it too. I'm with y'all. We all in the same boat, best believe. I just got the words to like, you know, say it. And the, I guess the, <laughs> the courage to say that shit out loud. But yeah. That's why we feel this lack now. Because honestly, we don't give a fuck about shame. We want it as validation. Because that's what the current reality that we were made to shift in values. And so we just want to be, we want to exist comfortably. We want to be happy. We want other people's validation that we're doing right. And we're finally right. And we're not going to be in trouble anymore for being so different and for wanting such different things and seeming so different and caring about such different things than everyone else's. You know, we just want to be and we just want to be right. We just want someone to tell us finally that we're right. That they're satisfied with us, you know, that we're doing something right. But it's up to you now with all of this information to know that you are not lacking in anything. You're not. Your inner child does not feel that way. 
And now you know you don't feel that way naturally. You know? And we have to go and heal it now. Because you deserve to feel satisfied with yourself now. And you deserve to see that there are things that is under that disappointment. Because the disappointment and the dissatisfaction is also a distraction. It's a distraction from what's really going on deeper. Because yeah, there is things deeper. You know, there are things deeper that is going on. That is going on within us. That a lot of the time our ego, which is also there to protect us, distracts us with. Because they're used to doing that. And not only that. Like, that's how they're used to protecting you, you know? But what's under that disappointment is the lack that we felt. Like, the pure feeling of it. Along with the fear of that time, the powerlessness of that time. The vulnerability that we need to see and feel again to heal. So that we're not so caught up in other people's reality. And we can feel finally just content with ourselves. You know? You need to know that you are still a good person. If you don't conform. To what other people want you to be. To what is quote unquote normal. To this gray blob. You need to know that you are still a good person. You're an extraordinary person. You need to know that you're still a person of worth being yourself. That you're still worthy of love. That you're still worthy of compassion, of empathy, of good treatment. And you're not just worthy of judgment and shame. And you're not a villain and just classified as bad innately because that's what we go through as children and those are core beliefs that form that we don't even know we don't even notice so no we don't need all of that stimulation and validation of fame in order to feel okay because quite frankly honestly not a lot of us will be famous Not all of us can be a big name. It's the exclusivity that drives us in, but we can't all be it because it's the exclusivity. So we need to know that it's okay if we're just a simpleton. (laughs) And we need to dig inside of ourselves and figure out if that's what we even want for real. Because say if we do get the fame and then we realize we don't even want it. But we're but before we realize that, we go years trying to find our place in that world, getting pushed around in that world. That is a lot of harm that could come to us. And that comes to people and we see it trying to chase that world. And not realizing that we don't need all of that to be truly happy and content with ourselves. <sighs> so in closing, and I hope y'all was with me on that roller coaster, <laughs> on that marathon, that obstacle course. 
I hope that you can know we don't need other people's validation to feel okay within ourselves. That's a jig. That's smoke and mirrors. All we need is ourselves. All we need is our core because that is what tells us what makes us happy. Not other people. That's what tells us what we're satisfied with. That's what tells us what kind of stick we like and we want to play with. You know, because we're still all, you know, individuals as humans. And so, yeah, we're satisfied by the simplest things, but it's up to tapping into our core to find out exactly what those simple things are and how to interact with them, how to get to them. Because we are just happy with the stick. We're just happy to be here. We're just happy to be creative. We're just happy to paint and draw and write and watch mommy read to you. And watch daddy do the dishes. At some point for a lot of us. <laughs> but yeah, that at that that some point is that time you were just happy and allowed to be and exist. We are allowed to just be satisfied with the us that is right now by our little simple selves. We are entitled to that. Ooh, and I gotta leave y'all right there. I hope I was able to help y'all. I hope I was able to put y'all up on game. And through that, making you realize that you are good enough. Right here, right now, in the space, place that you're in. Physically and in life. You are good enough. And your inner child thinks so too. (laughs) Thank y'all so much for listening. (sighs) I love the work that I do and I'm so happy because that really did enrich me. Don't forget to follow me on social, support me in any way that you can. And thank you in advance. I will see y'all. Y'all will hear me in the next one. Have a good rest of your Sunday.